Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo, joined by Alan True. He covers Midwest recruiting for 24-7 Sports. And Tani, I think I need you to break out the foghorns or the sirens because this is an emergency podcast. We have refreshed and updated the top 24-7 rankings for the 2021 class. Alan, first of all, how are you doing? Doing well, man. Uh, getting getting into the fall here now. We got a little chill in the air in Michigan. I don't know what, what it's like over there, but it's, it's starting it's to feel fall, like fall it, here. It's fiery. It, it, we've got a lot of smoke out here. Uh, on the west, oh, yeah, oh, up and down the west yeah. coast. Unfortunately, I wish I wish we had some of that chilly air, some of the even some wind, right, to kind of blow it away. But no, it, for for about a week and a half now, it, it's just been a, a fog bubble of smoke. Unfor- unfortunately, so, so I guess I feel bad complaining that it's starting to dip in temperature when you got actual like no fires yeah, I, and I heat think, stuff I going think on. we would we would gladly take your uh your chilly temperatures for for what's been happening and you know a lot of the discussion has been about football not being played out west uh you know obviously in the pac-12 and then you you've dealt with it in big 10 country as well but even you know even like there were the the smoke levels and the air quality has been so bad that we don't know if there would even be football being played this last weekend that's how bad it was oh man i must be i must be too concerned with other things i haven't that haven't even even been on my radar so i guess i'm wishing the best for everybody out there and uh, now now i feel like a total jerk from complaining about the temperature hey man it's all good it's all good we i mean this is the time now right where we're about a week uh into the power five conferences playing college football And, and on the high school side of things it's been four weeks since the 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 football started to kind of be played across the country utah kicked it off and now it's allowed us now to really get more information gather more intel add more highlights and tape to our evaluations process and for the last few weeks we've been hammering away at the 2021 rankings the new update is live on 24 7 sports so make sure you Check the website for, for all the latest there to see where your favorite college program commits are, are stacking up now in, in the refresh. But when you look at uh, the rankings, Alan, and, and how the process is, is now developing and coming to be, uh, what, what's been your biggest takeaway? Uh, obviously, this is a new year, right, and a new kind of way about evaluations and, and projecting and, and really comparing players. But what's, what stuck out to you when you take into account all that for the 2021 class? Well, I think first, um, our staff has taken an active approach over the last few months to, to where just because uh, a pandemic was going on and we had less uh, accessibility to the players and, and less chance to see them than ever before. Uh, we didn't take that as an opportunity to take the time off or the time to freeze the rankings. We've been trying to move forward. So I think we found out a lot about kids during that time and uh, we, we, we tried to keep up on their progress. And you realize these guys make such huge gains from the last time you see them to where maybe last November, last December um, was the last time you saw some of these guys. So they get back out on a football field and a lot of them, you can see where uh, they've been making that progress. And so I, I think the combination of us digging deeper over, over the last few months um, and the, the fact that these kids have not just been sitting on their hands themselves during this time 
has made it uh, interesting to follow these first few weeks of college football because I think you see some guys come out as seniors and um, are vastly improved from what we saw when they were juniors. And it's been very notable to kind of visualize or see the players that actually put in the work during the pandemic and maybe others that that didn't progress, right, or, or, or slacked it off a little bit. Um, I know personally seeing a lot of players in the state of Utah uh, on tape and on live streams on Friday nights, uh, you can really tell who was putting in the work the last few months. And I think we're taking that into account when we're updating the rankings as well, right? The, the players that are taking that next step in their progression, the guys that are improving. And there were some areas of improvement that we were looking for that maybe we were thinking a three-star prospect could be a four-star if he made a jump in, in a certain area. And those are all things that I think have been very helpful for us. And this isn't the final rankings. There's going to be another one, another update towards the end of the season. And then obviously another one uh, kind of closer to the all-star game scene. And, and, you know, so, and obviously this, this cycle is so unique, right? Where high school football will be played into 2021 and, and even in the spring of 2021. So, uh, this is just kind of the beginning of, of what our refreshes will be for this 2021 class. Alan, there was one that I did want to discuss. There's a, a handful, but the one that made the biggest jump within the top 24-7 was Alabama commit Monkel Goodwine. He's a defensive end. He made a jump up 99 spots into the top 120. Now, there was new film that that came to light and that was provided to 24-7 Sports that has allowed us to make this move for, for good one. But when you looked at him, when you saw maybe the 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 things that we didn't see in initially, what made him jump up 99 spots? Well, he is, uh, I think we always knew he was a, a good athlete and maybe not even just good, a great athlete. And I think what the new film allowed us to see was that He's a really good football player in addition to that. Um, and so before, I think we, there was just, a little, you know, what we had seen of him in games, um, we, we could tell a little bit. But once we got the full film behind it, when you coupled that with his athleticism, you saw a guy who was not only a great athlete, but a guy who was making a lot of plays in an area where they play really good high school football also. So it wasn't just a guy, you talk about upside, you talk about potential. And sometimes that means a guy isn't quite a finished product. But this kid, I think we got to see that he is, uh, in addition to those physical tools, a really good football player. Yeah, and those are two separate things, right? There are football players that are not great athletes. There are great athletes that maybe aren't good at football. Uh, but Monkel Goodwin combines both of those and, and obviously a, a, a tremendous football player that has a bunch of upside given his physical traits, his athleticism, his twitch and all, and all that Alabama also had a, a, a prospect make a, a huge jump. It was a dairy, a Kadarius Callaway, an athlete who is now uh, in the top one seventy. He is debuting in the top 24 seven. So the Crimson Tide getting some, some bump ups there as well. LSU not to be left behind. They get quarterback Garrett Nussmeyer move into the top 200. He jumped up 27 spots, and this was after Steve Wiltfong was able to see him at the QB Collective event uh, alongside other big-name quarterbacks uh, like Caleb Williams, like Drake May, like Kyle McCord. And I know Wiltfong really liked what he saw out of Nussmeyer in Indianapolis. Yeah, he did, and he was a, a driving force in that move. And I think you know we had seen – we had all as a staff – sat and watched what we could of the elite level without 
being able to be there in person, we got a really, really good set of film to be able to to watch. But I think that there's still a little bit something different when you can see a guy um, go through the drills in person, even just see how he carries himself, how he reacts to the good throws, how he reacts to the bad throws. And uh, Steve having a chance to see him in that setting and side by side with those other guys, I think it added some more context. So you're not looking at a, a you know a giant jump here. I don't. I think we always liked him as a prospect, but I think after Steve saw him in person, we did decide um, he was a little bit lower than where he should be. But he's always been a prospect who has had uh, some polish to him, great production on the field, and obviously having a dad um, who's been very involved in the game, he's always been a little bit ahead of, of the curve as far as polish goes. A prospect that is now debuting in the top 24-7 is Jackson Light. He's a new four-star prospect. He's a center, so th- this is a, a unique one because centers typically aren't rated high You know, when you factor in the fact that centers aren't drafted a- as, as prominently or, or as uh, you know, kind of consistently as premier offensive line positions like like tackle um but he is committed to the, to the university of oregon he had a, a tremendous start to his senior season he's been playing both ways uh really like his dominance uh at the point of attack he's being able to go downfield and pick up blocks 20 to 25 yards downfield his team is undefeated and he's playing on the defensive line where he's putting in work up front and, and contributing with tackles for a loss. Now, Oregon, when you factor in now Jackson Light as, as a four star, this just bumps up their offensive line class even more. They recently got a, a commitment from Kingsley Suamataia out west. He's the number one offensive lineman in the West region. They also have two four stars in the state of Arizona in Bram Walden from Scottsdale Saguaro. He's a four star offensive tackle. They've also got Jonah Miller, a four-star offensive guard from the Tucson area. So Mario Cristobal, Alex Maribal, both of those with with their knowledge at the offensive line and having just coached the Outland Trophy winner, we really like the potential of Jackson Light to step in maybe early on in in his college career and and be ready to step step in and contribute for the Ducks early on because of what he's shown uh, at the high school level through the first five weeks of, of the season in the state of Utah. Um, Alan, we had Liam Clifford also make a debut in the, into the top 24 seven. He's ranked 239. He also saw a rating bump up. So he's in the nineties. Now he's a four-star prospect and he's committed to Penn state. So this was, he was a known commodity. Um, but I think there was always maybe a question mark or two. What have we seen from Liam Clifford in the first couple weeks? Yeah. So I think in addition to, um, him. He's obviously the the quarterback uh, at Penn State, Sean Clifford's younger brother, and had wondered if he was going to end up playing some quarterback himself or he was such a good athlete. Um, Would he stay as an athlete? Is he a wide receiver? Is he a safety? Um, And Ohio in particular has been one of the states for us that it's been hardest to see these guys. Um, There was a UC report camp, but that was more 22s and 23s. Um, there wasn't a ton of offseason stuff that we were able to see in that state. So we knew he was a good athlete and put up some good numbers at Penn State's camp. But I think what really has pushed him over the top is uh, the production here the first couple weeks of the season and against really good schools. They played Brownsburg in Indiana. Uh, they played Cincinnati Elder. They played Cincinnati LaSalle. All of those schools have Division One caliber players and, and uh, Brownsburg and LaSalle have them in their secondary. And so when he's going against those kinds of players, 
and putting up big plays, uh, putting up big stats. Um, I think it made us feel really confident that he's not only a power five scholarship offer kind of guy, but he's a difference maker at that level as a wide receiver. Um, that Brownsburg game was on national TV the first weekend. And I think it really opened a lot of eyes for him. And, and, and maybe, you know, some of those of you who watched that game and stopped following what he's done, he's continued on that path the last two weeks against really good teams. So Penn State with Clifford now has another prospect in the top 24-7. Alan, thank you so much for joining us and uh, bundle up, will you? I will. got the jacket ready and the 24-7 sports beanie that I picked up last year. Got that ready to go. Yeah, I might need a gas mask out here, given all the emissions that we're dealing with on the West Coast. Uh, So Alan True, he covers Midwest football recruiting for 24-7 Sports. You could follow him on Twitter, at Alan True. Keep it locked in, at 24-7 Sports. For all the latest on the update to the top 24-7 in the 2021 class, thank you so much for listening to the 24-7 Sports football recruiting podcast.